You know, sometimes you just get it so angry, you could just punch someone in the face. Welcome to the Five for Love podcast, the show where we talk about health, empowerment, and training. Do martial artists have anger issues? Let's find out together. I have some examples for you. Hi, back to the podcast. I just started the video and Kiki fell over. No, Kiki. Speaking of boo-boos, I am joined today by my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful cat, Kanzu. He's a moron, but he's really cute. And Kiki, as you see in the back, if you're in Switzerland, you can buy Kiki. I completely designed her myself. Uh, just hit me up. And also my new pillowcase. I know this is so exciting, especially for you podcast listeners. But hey, look, I made, um, I have an old t-shirt that I can't wear anymore because I just kind of fucked it up. I tried to cut it. I tried to be like a t-shirt designer, but I fucked this up. So now it's a pillowcase because I really love the design. It says cats, coffee, and naps. And um, so we with this out of the way... Hi, welcome to my totally normal podcast. My name is Tanya. I'm a personal trainer in the Zurich area in Switzerland. I'm a kickboxer. And um, yeah, this is the Flight for Love podcast. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, on my channel, Cast Coffee and Kickboxing. Um, this is also the Flight for Love podcast, but with video. Um, this podcast is all about health empowerment and training and i'm really glad to have you here so today's topic is a spicy one because we're going to answer the question do martial artists just have anger issues and i'm gonna take you through a couple of um a couple of ideas um first we're going to talk about the case of carlos in switzerland if you're in switzerland you've probably heard of this uh, we're going to talk about the mess that is Andrew Tate. Um, no matter where you are in the world, you've probably heard of that as well. Um, our next point. What are you doing, Kanzu? You're being weird. Our, can you see? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on. Beep, 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 beep. Stay here. Okay. Whatever. Um, next thing on the list is going to be martial artists should have to get permits. What does the public say about martial artists? Uh, we're going to move on to... Do we have an image problem in martial arts? And then moving on to Let's Get Fluffy, my favorite martial artist. And what do we do now? What are your thoughts? So a couple of things to unpack this time in this podcast. I'm going to dive right into it. Um, we're going to start with the case Carlos in Switzerland. Again, if you're from Switzerland, you've probably heard of Carlos. Um, that was a um, fake name that the press gave him when this first came into like public newspapers and stuff. Um, that was all the way back in 2013. The guy's name's actually Brian, um, which now is publicly um, 
public knowledge, um, but they talked, it, it has always been the case of Carlos. And um, what happened there is Carlos or Brian, um, he had different, uh, committed different felonies and um, they arrested him. I think the last felony was because he attacked somebody. Not I think, I know. The last fel fel felony was something where he attacked a guy with a knife. Um, that guy could have died, but luckily didn't. And anyway, they arrested him. And ever since they arrested him, or since they, they made a show about it actually in 2013, and ever since that they arrested him, it has been talked about again and again because they tried to re-socialize this guy and put him into different programs to kind of work him work his way back into society which um as it is is not a bad thing but they got a lot of critique because his treatment um as it says here cost about 29,000 Swiss francs a little more than 29,000 Swiss francs a month and uh Swiss if you're watching this from another part of the world uh, it's it's almost the Swiss franc and the dollar is pretty close right now, and the euro too. So you can roughly, yeah, translate it. Um, yeah, twenty nine thousand Swiss francs a month, whereas um, or all the while the the victim, his latest victim, didn't get a lot of support. So it raises it raised the ethical question: How do we do we really benefit the criminal? instead of the um, the victim of this. And one of the things and why I'm bringing this up is because I remember they always talked about Carlos being a kickboxer. That was in my head. I always knew this guy or Brian, this guy had been a kickboxer. Um, when I looked this up on Wikipedia, it didn't really say that, but it said maybe I bought, maybe I got it messed up in my head. Um, but it said that... One of the controversials about Brian and his rehabilitation was that he also got lessons. Hi, baby. He also got lessons in Muay Thai. No, he got lessons in boxing. Excuse me. He got lessons in boxing with a Muay Thai trainer who also had been criminally active in the past. So... There's two things here that doesn't that don't shine a good light on us martial artists. First, um, Brian himself being a criminal or doing criminal activities, and um, I mean attacking a guy with a knife and having done a lot of other other things, uh, taking boxing lessons and then taking these boxing lessons with a Muay Thai guy who also had been criminal in the past. So not a good look on martial artists. And I'm, I just remember they always talked about, they always emphasized, or in my mind, they always emphasized the fact that this, that Brian was a kickboxer or a boxer. I, I remember him, they, them saying kickboxer, but maybe I got it messed up. It's been a while ago. That was even before I got into, or when I was like newly introduced to Kung Fu, not even like fighting, but just Kung Fu as a martial art. So that was really crazy. Or even before that, no, I was already doing it. Okay. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> that that's the first thing. Not a good look on martial artists, right? Then there is the mess that is Andrew Tate. 
Oh, I don't know how much you guys need to know about Andrew Tate. Let me just read off the internet a little bit. This sums it up really good. Who is Andrew Tate in case you live under a rock or something? So Andrew Tate um, is a very, very controversial British-American online influencer. And um, there have been a lot of allegations of him or about him allegations made against him is that yeah i think that's the correct term um you can correct me in the comments um of him being a do like taking part of human trafficking um and even rape stuff and this guy's a self-proclaimed misogynist and um that's not even like that's an understatement this guy if you ever seen his videos or videos about him this guy just lives from putting women down not seeing them as human or that's how i interpret it but it's really bad like it's you think this guy's a mess this guy is beyond like not even to like to a point where you think he's doing this on purpose just to be controversial but when you hear what he's what what he's done and, and all the allegations against him, you can see why he would think that because um, allegedly he he made a lot of money from having like a, a girl cam business, having like girls behind video cams, um, working for him and. Um, yeah, there's been different allegations that not all of them have been there uh, because they wanted to. And it's a real mess. Like, this guy's a mess. And <clears throat> the most funny thing is this guy was arrested a couple months ago. It's not, not too long ago. Because he bragged on Twitter about having a bunch of cars with huge emissions um, and he put the he put at Greta Thunberg in the post. So he bragged to Greta Thunberg. If you don't know who that is, I mean, come on. Come on now. Um, <clears throat> he bragged to her about how many cars he has and how big their emissions are. And Greta Thunberg clapped back in a really funny way. And then his little ego got so hurt. He got so butt hurt that he had to make a video to uh to address her clapback i guess <clears throat> and the video actually ended up showing his location and he was at that time he was in romania and the romanian authorities actually wanted to arrest him for a while and because he revealed his location they were able to arrest him and um, it's it's a really mess. It's fucking funny. Look it up if you haven't. You really, it's it's so funny. But why I'm bringing this up is also because, guess what? Andrew Tate was a kickboxer, and from what I've seen, he wasn't bad at it either. I I kind of hoped he would be, but he wasn't. So <clears throat> there goes the other example. Um, another story where somebody doing martial arts or combat sport, kickboxing. Um, has been involved in criminal activities. And um, <clears throat> yeah, that's the mess that is Andrew Tate. Look it up if you haven't. It's really fucking funny. I love it. Um, I don't, I hate it, but I love it. I love how it ended. Um, I don't know where he is now, what's happening now, but if you know, tell me. I want to know. Okay. Uh, all right. Next point. 
martial artists should have to get permits. What does the public say? The reason I'm bringing this up is uh, because of things we martial artists hear sometimes. Like my aunt, she tells me time and time again that one single punch is enough to, and, and then she threateningly stops talking and lets the words like kind of hang out in the room like some dark cloud of doom. Um, <clears throat> like I'm going to drop dead when I step into the ring and just don't remember to block that one single punch. Um, I don't know. Maybe she watched Kill Bill too many times. Um, maybe she's afraid of the five-point palm exploding heart technique. But um, yeah, I don't know. And uh, this one guy once told me on, that was um, that was a uh, conversation on Twitter. No, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn, though. If you don't follow me, follow me. My name is Tanya Mader, T-A-N-J-A-M-A-D-E-R. Find me on LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn. I never would have thought I would say that, but I am. I love this platform. Weird, huh? Um, it is weird. But anyway, this guy once told me in a LinkedIn like comment, um, he said, martial artists should have to get a permit. A permit like gun owners, right? And um, I don't know. I don't even know how to unpack that. I don't even know how to respond to that. Or uh, like, uh, at what point do we have to get permits, right? Uh, like, as soon as we step into a dojo or into a ring or uh, when we grow our arms and legs, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, uh what will we what will they do on, like when we go on planes right should they like tie us down <laughs> it's like so weird like, who's going to protect protect us like from being used by someone else right like <laughs> like guns i don't know <laughs> i don't know do we have to lock ourselves away in front of our kids so they don't like have access to us and can use us to i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. I've only just gotten started in my head already hurts. It's uh it's ridiculous. It's really weird. It's it's really weird. Like um speaking of ridiculous things. Um I want to tell you about the last fights I watched. So the story goes there was um this amateur fights uh happening. <clears throat> And one of my friends from the kickboxing school I, I, I kickbox at um, had a fight. So naturally, we went and watched. And um, in one of these fights, not his fights, but a different fight, um, there was this one guy. There was this one school. I'm not going to name. I'm not going to like put them on display here because I don't want to, you know, just whatever. Let's call them the G school. And the G school, they had a fighter there that uh, I think I I was too much into the conversation with my um, BJJ trainer who was there, and his his amazing wife who was a kickboxer. Uh, he was she was like champion kickboxer. So I was really invested in talking to her, and I didn't pay attention to the fight. But my boyfriend was there with me, and he later told me that this guy from the G school. In uh, when he had a fight, he actually got almost knocked out. He fell to the floor and he kind of tried to crawl out of the ring towards his trainer. And his trainer kind of pushed him back into the ring. I don't remember if he was like kind of kicking at him or pushing at him. Um, <clears throat> and um, then after that, they stopped the fight 
from what I heard, it wasn't the trainer who stopped the fight, but it was, I don't know, the referee or something. Um, but that was pretty crazy to me because we're talking about not like we're not talking about a UFC fight. We're talking about an amateur fight. And um, yeah, I mean, if you've ever been in the ring, you know how hard it can get in there. And um, when you're at that state where you just want to crawl out of the ring, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's I mean, chill out. It's an amateur fight. You can just you can just stop it right there. That's my opinion anyway. But also um, then after that. I don't remember if it was this fight or a later fight, his, um, his, um, his teammates or him. I don't know. Uh, anyway, it was a fight from the same school. It was a guy that trained at the G school who lost a fight. And the trainer from the G school got so angry that they left. They just left. They left the entire event and, a lot of, like, I witnessed, I left right after that, but I witnessed two fights that had to be canceled because the guy from the G school decided, I'm out of here. This makes me mad. So he, his ego got hurt because he lost, his student lost the fight, and he just decided to pack his shit up and leave, leaving, like, all of these fighters who trained and prepared for this event not to mention the physical, the, the I mean, the mental uh, demand that that the, the tension you have and, and the release you need. Um, he just left them there. He just canceled, or, or they just had to cancel so many fights because this guy was butt hurt and just left. So his fighters got punished. His opponents, like fighters from other schools, got punished because they didn't. They didn't have the opportunity to fight. And <clears throat> I've had like a fight in the past that didn't take place because I didn't have any opponent. And it sucks. It really sucks when you prepare yourself for a fight and then there's nobody there. You have all this tension. You have all this physical and mental preparedness and, and it takes a toll on you and you're ready. You're prepared and you just have to leave. It like really sucks. It's really um it's not a cool experience and um just like leaving these people hanging like that it's not cool and um the reason i'm telling you this is because again that's some fucking anger management issue right there in martial arts right and um the funny thing is i talked to my bjj trainer um he was witnessing the same event and um I was like, hey, I, I saw him like a couple of days later because I remember I was talking to him and then to his wife and he apparently he witnessed the fight and I was talking to his wife or his girlfriend. I don't know if they're married. And um, <clears throat> after that, I told him, hey, did you did you see the fight? Like, did you did you see that happening? And he was like, oh, yeah, I did. Um, and he was like all chill about it. He just shrugged and said, well, at least they didn't go at each other's throats, you know, because he had witnessed that like a couple of times before he's a little bit older than me and um he's been in the game for longer so he was like that happens a lot too and i'm like okay what the fuck like what is wrong with these people it's not helpful to not make us martial artists out as brainless maniacs like with big ass egos if you ask me but <clears throat> yeah um another thing that comes to mind i 
think I remember Switzerland having had um, the idea to ban MMA events in Switzerland. I tried to look this up on Google, but I didn't find anything. But I thought, I or maybe they wanted to, maybe there's that's every country ever. I don't know. But I remember Switzerland, there was a discussion about... Um, about um, making MMA fights illegal. So just um, when we're talking about um, what the public says about martial arts. So moving on. Martial arts, do we have an image problem? Well, yes. We have and always had an image problem in my mind. Um, let's look at the history of boxing, for example. Boxing used to be unsafe, like so unsafe that people would just, well, die. Um, even though there has been many rules introduced to safe athletes from what my aunt refers to, um, like the stuff my, my aunt refers to, most people still hold the belief that that one punch can just like kill you, you know, because it just happened in the past. I think it was back like in the seventies when boxing was not a very safe sport yet because they haven't introduced a lot of um, rules to it. And people would just die because of head trauma and um, because they were just going too hard for too long. And um I mean, of course, we can argue about brain trauma, right? Internal bleedings, long-term effects like CTE, which is chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which, by the way, um, I made an episode about, so go check that out. out. Um, I will actually link it in the description. Uh, but yeah, you get these dangers in many sports, and boxing is just not as dangerous as it used to be. Yet people still believe it is. People still believe it takes that one punch um, to just kill someone, or, or that it's like more dangerous. If you, if you, I, I, I can't like prove this, but I would bet my butt that if you weren't just out there and have people rank the most dangerous sports, and you would say like boxing or kickboxing, um, whatever Muay Thai, um, football, soccer ice hockey which have the most records if i if i um recall um if i if i if i have this correctly in my head of brain trauma people will probably rank martial arts at the top like boxing muay thai kickboxing people will probably rank this at the top uh, because it just has a bad reputation of being super dangerous but yeah, so I think we do have an image problem. And um, I like to switch gears and get fluffy with you. Let's get fluffy. My favorite martial artists. So I think if you're watching this or listening to this, chances are you are a martial artist. Maybe you're not. Then welcome to this world. It's brilliant. It's beautiful. Um, I know it doesn't sound like it from <laughs> what I'm reading here, but... I promise we'll get to it. Um, but chances are high that you're a martial artist. And um, if you're honest, like, yes, we do have our people with anger issues, of course, because they just walk around in everyday life. And chances are you you encounter those in your sport, no matter whether you're a martial artist or or ice hockey player, a soccer player, whatever. 
maybe not a chess no even chess players i don't know maybe they they do table flips on a regular basis i don't know all i know is my sport and some people have anger issues and because my sport is physical um physical physically getting at each other of course people would think that there's a connection there right um but if you're a martial artist you will know just so many people who are like the nicest people on earth that do martial arts for me this uh this is of course one of my very best friends in this world which is Misha Tay she's right there behind me um who is a UFC fighter and this girl is just i love her with all my heart and she's one of my best friends and yeah I get a fluffy feeling when I think about her because she's my friend. I don't get a feeling of somebody with anger issues at all. Um, also, there's like so many other empowering public figures and not just in the UFC, but I'm going to name or I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about a lot of UFC fighters that I researched, that I heard interviews about and um, just remember getting to know through Misha, getting to know a lot of them and uh, just always thinking these are so like such nice people, so uplifting, so like cool to hang out with. And um, it's, it's insane. If people still think that MMA fighters or martial artists in general are like these hard ass, like, I don't know mean people or angry people it's not the case at all most of these people are super nice super cool super chill and um also also my boyfriend who is a martial artist has been a martial artist for longer than i have and he's he's just a great guy in every way he's super nice he he would never like harm anyone you know it's crazy and um like also the people I train with, there's so many nice people in my gym, and I, I don't know. It's just it's just something that is not true. If you think that martial artists or if people think that martial artists are like violent people or bad people or whatever, it's just not true. Even though I know there's some bad examples out there, but there's so many more good examples, but you just never hear of it, right? So. Um, where were we? Yeah, okay. So what do we do now with this? What are your thoughts about this? Which I always ask at the end, but like right here, I'm especially invested in, in trying to find out what like your opinion is. I really want to know. Um, But what do we do now? To be honest, I don't fucking know. Uh, I guess let's, us as martial artists, let's just be decent people. And show others how beautiful the sport is. And instead, instead of pointing out black sheep, uh, point out the benefits of martial arts to the public. And um, huh, just going over my notes right now. Oh, yeah. I will be lucky enough to be a podcast, a podcast guest soon about martial arts. And um, it's going to be about martial arts and what it can do for entrepreneurs. And I will... Talk about things like if, if we talk about martial artists or martial arts and the benefits also for entrepreneurs and also for people in general, it's uh, things like you learn patience, you learn discipline, you learn getting back up, you learn 
overcoming obstacles. Actually, let me show you this. Um, one championship had a blog. I think it's a blog about, about this um, that I really like to refer to. It's called Five Ways Martial Arts Can Make You a CEO. And they talk about like their first talking point is martial arts cultivates leadership skills. Um, they say martial arts turn you into a team player. Martial arts train you to solve problems, which is what I meant by overcoming obstacles. Martial arts build mental toughness and discipline. What I said earlier, and I, I'm reading this right now, but I had my thoughts before that. So I was first, just so you know. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, martial arts can make you a more positive person. That's an interesting one, too. Um. It says here, through training in martial arts, your entire well-being is affected, which makes you a more positive person. So there are tons of benefits of martial arts. And we didn't even mention the physical benefits, the health benefits. Um, it's crazy. And if, you've, if you haven't done martial arts before and you might be interested in it, don't let negative examples hold you back it's not all tough people in there or people trying to act tough and just can't like they can't wait to punch you in the face that's not how it is at all martial arts is a very re rewarding it's a very beautiful sport it teaches you so much about yourself it teaches you how to again overcome obstacles how to be as strong as you never thought possible at least that's what it did for me it showed me how strong I can be. And um, that's what probably what I love about the sport the most. Learning to trust in yourself, trust in your abilities and overcoming stuff and just realizing how strong you can be. And I, I think that is fucking beautiful. And um, with all the negative like pushback we get, we know what this sports, sport means to us and what it can do for us. And if you don't know yet... I highly recommend you figure it out for yourself. Um, so with that, we are left with the unanswered question. Do martial artists just have anger issues? I would personally argue, and I hope what you learned with this pod podcast is um, no, not at all. Like, how do you expect me to have any energy left to fight someone when I do... Like when I, all I do in my spare time is fight people, right? Like even my boyfriend and I, we have a super calm and great relationship um, because our issues, our issue energy is like put into sparring each other. So, um, but in all seriousness, like we are people, right? We martial artists, we are people. This is our sport. So people should just stop judging us and stop assuming that we are aggressive lunatics. And if you never experienced the hard work and determination that is put into being able to even act like an aggressive lunatic, um, yeah, then I don't know. <laughs> you can't, you can't just, you can't. Like, it takes too long to learn martial arts to even just step you, you don't you're not just somebody who wants to fuck up people and you step into a martial arts gym and that then that's all you do of course there's always negative examples there always will be in every sport but um usually as martial artists we are determined we are hard workers we are people who don't even have the energy anymore to be aggressive in everyday life <laughs> 
<laughs> Obviously, I can't take this seriously. Um, so I will let you answer the question. So just put everything in the comments. What you think? Tell me your thoughts. Connect with me on social media. I would really appreciate that. Um, yeah. So you guys can find me on LinkedIn. As I mentioned earlier, you can find me on Instagram at as it's up to your personal training. Um, my podcast is on Spotify and different platforms. You can find podcasts in. It's called Fight for Love with a four as a number four. And um, my YouTube channel is Cats Coffee and Kickboxing. Um, also, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, um, actually, you can, if you like this episode, if you want to support my podcast or what I do in general, which is actually trying to uh, educate people about martial arts and um, strengthening my martial arts position here in Switzerland. Uh, if you want to support what I do, I would highly appreciate you buying me a coffee because coffee gets me going. It's um, buy, buymeacoffee.com slash Tanya Mader, T-A-N-J-A-M-A-D-E-R. And again, leave your thoughts in the comments. I would really appreciate that. Reach out to me. Um, maybe you have a suggestion on what you want me to talk about in the future. And I really appreciate you being here. Don't forget, you're stronger than you think. And uh, I'll see you next time.